Hello everyone and welcome to another show here. It's uh, September 27, 2022. So I thought I'd talk a little bit today about um, tone and um, really what I was originally intending to do is, is talk a, a bit about preventing unwanted uh, tones, but um, thinking about a title on that, um, just thought, well, call it clean phrasing or the kind of the aspiration to um, play cleanly. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit that about that. So I actually find this... Um, particularly challenging on, on this guitar. So um, sort of fitting that we um, use this one. So if you're listening on the podcast, I'm playing a uh, solid body um, Ibanez. Um, I forget the model number, but it's uh, kind of a double cutaway in the Les Paul kind of style. But with a with a double cutaway. So, um, you know, one thing about this particular guitar, and one thing that you might find in different things that you do or play, is that you have different shapes and different um, sizes. So, so we can change my volume a little bit. Um, different strings. So I, this this one has a really very small body, and um, so when I get my arm over it, I have to be a little bit careful about about how I'm interacting uh, with the strings, and even kind of keep the elbow a little bit higher than I might normally do, but. So some of the uh, fundamental uh, things involved with with this, um, we want to uh, kind of keep the notes in the left hand. So the, the more that the left hand does as far as controlling notes, the freer the right hand can be, and then the opposite. So I'm speaking as a right-handed guitarist here. So, um, but the fretting hand, so the more the fretting hand does, the freer the um, uh, picking hand can be. All right, so if I'm holding fifth fret on string five, I can really strum all the strings, right? And just play pretty freely, or just you know focus on that one string or hit a couple strings. Sometimes it's nice to have that little bit of an effect of the sound. So the finger, um, when I when I do that, what the finger is doing is um, having the tip of the finger, which is not actually the very tip, but sort of the pad and the close to the tip on the note itself, and then the fingertip is touching the string, uh, lower sounding string. 
Okay, so we get a little thud there. And then I'm arching the finger over and it's, but it's touching the string. So this is a nice uh, practice kind of thing that you can do, which is to you take the first finger around and just kind of hit the strings fairly freely. Now, as I move up to a higher note, so I went to the third string there. Um, so then I, I can take these other fingers, say fingers two, three, and maybe four, and uh, touch some of those lower strings. Right? So, okay, so you can practice that just kind of strumming fairly freely. And then playing octaves is another really good um, uh, activity for this as well. So you just play an octave. See if you can rest the middle two fingers on some of the lower strings, especially second finger. And then arch the other ones over. So at the underside of the finger that is not contacting the uh, the, the string that we want to play, that one should be touching the string, especially the first finger. Okay. So, so that is a little bit of a lesson on that. So, so you can play around the neck. focus your attention kind of on on the feeling of the first finger that the interaction there with some of the strings that you're not playing that are on the floor side of, of the note that you're playing all right so I'll play around with the um, tune a little bit um, So we're still working on Nuage. We have a few more days, then we'll pick a new tune. Please let me know if you have a particular tune in mind. Thank you. 
So um, this is a particularly important uh, topic when, uh, when we think about uh, recording and also solo playing. Um, that's really kind of when the pressure is uh, on in particular, when um, we're the only instrument. Because um, some, sometimes the little things might, might get lost a little bit in the, um, in the other instruments and sort of that your maybe filters it out. Um, but playing solo, um, that's, you know, that's a spot where it, it will really show up pretty, pretty clearly. Um, and then when you, so recording, you know, you really want to, um, achieve all of this uh, really at all times, but, um, but, you know, recording, you know, you solo your track or you have something that's just kind of popping out of the mix at just, um, just the wrong time. And, um, um, especially when you go to, um, let's say, keep bring your levels all up and maybe, maybe you have compression and, and it's bringing up things that were kind of inaudible before. Um, so that's where, you know, really playing cleanly is really, can be really particularly, um, important there. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the right hand or the picking hand, I should say. All right, so um, the picking hand, though, the way I, I kind of approach, I think this is generally the um, the approach for most guitarists anyway. So um, if I'm picking here, then the 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 palm. Um, particular from about the thumb to, I don't know what this is even called, but this is sort of the corner there, opposite corner of the hand from the thumb. Um, there I'm, I'm trying to really control some of those lower strings a lot of the time, especially when I'm playing single line. So I'm just kind of keeping, keeping the palm of the hand there on the on the notes and sometimes I might even um, touch the uh, top strings with sort of the out, outside of the pinky finger as well so that there's kind of a line going from the the pick passing through this open part of the hand It's really nice for the right hand uh, or the picking hand uh, to to be able to play as freely as possible. So um, at least I find so. Um, but you may find that you're going to have to limit, you know, some some things. Um, and originally, I was I was thinking about um, calling this uh, talk. Um, clean tones and phrasing. But then I thought, well, um, this really applies to more of the, you know, dirty sort of tones. 
um, that you might have. So uh, distortion or anything like that. Um, it actually becomes almost even more critical to to control those strings because they really seem to want to the notes seem to really want to come alive. So. So that's another thing which you can practice a little bit um, uh, with, with a little distortion. something that can help you in your practice session as well as to play a little bit um, with some a little bit of gain on there. All right, so um, let's do let's say a little more playing here and uh, then we'll talk a little bit more about some techniques and stuff. Also find different parts of the neck. There are different. There can be slightly different um, issues. So when you when you come up here, let's say ninth position, twelfth position, uh, we want to kind of watch out for those um, those lower lower notes. If you play a note on a string, um, say string three or four, or play a note that, if you play a note that is one of the open strings, then the another note might re ring sympathetically. So let's say, let's say you pluck string um, six, fret 15. You can check this out. If you try this out, if you pluck it, fairly hard. You can probably see this if you're watching the video, but the third string may start to, to vibrate. So you can actually feel it when you stop it. So, okay. So that's something you can test out on your own is uh, pluck, say, uh, just like I said, string, uh, 
string six, fret 15, um, and then check that third string. Does it ring when you when you pluck that? All right, so how to, um, let's say, kind of practice some of these um, ideas. Well, you can use just about anything, really. Um, you could use a particular phrase or melody. Um, you could imp improvise. Um, you could work on an exercise. Uh, but let's come up with... Uh, a little bit of a plan. So let's say you're playing while working on this tune, it's in G major. So you can play a, play a scale and see how legato, see how uh, long the tones are. Try to hear if there are any if there are any notes that are trying to kind of creep in there or that that are going maybe unnoticed um, and just kind of use those um, those patterns another scale we talked about was the uh, uh, harmonic major and then just kind of test how how cleanly those are uh, coming across all right so we spent a couple well a lot of the time talking about um, single single notes let's talk a little bit about some chords so let's say we have a G major 7 now one thing that we want to do here is take the first finger again and have it interacting just kind of touching string five and string one so this is a drop three g major seven chord third position okay so we could strum that okay um let's see let's say we're let's take a different example let's say we were um strumming a flat major seven okay so we're strumming a flat major seven okay so i'm muting those so those those are kind of getting lost in the the tones that are ringing out now what if i'm not doing that technique what if what happens if that's the case so let's listen to that it's interesting it's kind of kind of ugly but uh it might have its place somewhere, but that's not what we're trying to trying to do, right? We have to intentionally think, okay, I want those notes. Okay. So we use this technique so that we can play something like that anywhere and kind of have a consistent tone. So especially those drop uh, three type voicings. You know, practice those and make sure that um, at least the ones that you're playing, strings two through five, that you're muting strings uh, five and one. And then another issue that, that happens is sometimes folks will play a note on that string, which also is a, it can be a problem. So that means you're pressing too hard. Okay, so that 
that doesn't belong there unless you're intending for it to be there. Okay. So if you're not touching the string at all, or pressing too hard, then that's not what we're going for with this. This kind of thing. I know this talk is clean phrasing, but we could we can work um, chords into our phrasing as well. Okay, so here's another chord. Um, this is the uh, B flat diminished with a flat six. So there again, uh, the second finger is touching that string. The first finger, finger tipped, like we talked about earlier, is touching that string as well. So that's that's very protected. The first, the fourth finger is touching first string, okay, and the first finger is touching first string. So so we get a lot of, um, I'd say, kind of insurance on on. Um, really controlling these strings that are inactive, but um, but are gonna interact with the, with the pick if you're picking. So if it's finger picking, you might say, well, it's a little bit easier to control because you have specific uh, notes that will ring out. But you're still gonna wanna be careful about how you um, release from the strings, how you approach a string, how you leave a string. So. And this applies to single notes. So if you leave the string by going somewhat down or somewhat up, you're going to kick off some open strings. So you want to release the finger straight away from the, the string. So straight out from the string. So above, out from the string. Okay. So it's it's really kind of about um, preventing uh, those unwanted sounds, and then we have to kind of keep our ear out, um, especially for uh, D and G. Um, those strings, um, you want to really want to keep your ear out for that, and really notice when they're ringing. Sometimes we can get you know really wrapped up in our playing and um, and not really notice exactly what's going on with that. All right, everybody. Well, um, I think that's going to be it for, for today's talk. Um, again, let me know if you have any questions, any interests. Um, yeah, we'll be needing to pick out a new song, a uh, new tune for October. So um, let me know if you have any suggestions and I can't guarantee that I will do it but um, but if it's kind of in line with um, some of the goals and there's a lot to work from then we'll see about it. All right everybody well thanks again for listening and watching and I'll see you in the next one.